Hey everybody, this is Adam, the co-host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a couple of things before we get started. One, we have a live podcast happening this Saturday at the Hollywood Hotel in Los Angeles. It starts at 9 p.m. It's free, so you should come out to that. I'm going to be on it. Jeff May will be on it. Quincy Johnson II will be on it. Carrie Martin will be on it. There will be stand-up comedy beforehand from Keith and Connor from the Mean Boys podcast, Chet Wild, and Travis Clark. It's going to be a damn good time. It's also a Halloween party, so wear a costume. We might give you a prize for all you know. Also, just a reminder, or a heads up in case you didn't already know, Unpopular Opinion is a full-on podcast network now. We have so many damn shows, I can't even count them all anymore. We release 10 to 12 episodes every week, and you can hear every single one of them for just $5 a month. That's not $5 a month each, $5 a month total. It is such a fine deal. If you like this podcast, you'll probably like most of our other podcasts. Go check it out, patreon.com slash unpops. And that's it. Thanks. We love you. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinions. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of internet columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't really do any of that shit. I just do this show. Joining me today, he is my co-host on the What in the World podcast, which you can hear every damn week on the Unpops Network. Ladies and gentlemen, he's one of my favorite comics in the world, Quincy Johnson II. Also joining me, he's also my co-host on a podcast on the Unpops Network and my co-host on a podcast that's upcoming on the Unpops Network. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the front man of the fantastic rock band Countless Thousands, Danger Van Gorder. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. Hey, hi, everybody. Hi, Unpopular. Oh, people probably still think Jeff is here right now uh, because no. Danger did no, that. I'm, I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> I got my hat. I got my muscles. I don't know if that's De Niro or Jeff or just a bad <laughs> Jeff doing De Niro. At, uh, that's a can thing. we some blend of the two? What do you want? <laughs> oh, we got, we got, oh, oh, we got the mean boy over here. Uh, oh. So Jeff definitely isn't here, is clearly. Not, he's not here. <laughs> Jeff's getting a tooth pulled right oh, now. Oh, Poor baby. Ouch. Finally getting that infected, pus-filled cesspool of a tooth socket. Oh, I thought you were just talking about Jeff. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. He is a cunt. Guy. That was the wrong one. You're no, no, going to no. get it right the first oh, that time. Was, that's correct. He is a cunt, so you can hit the dinger. You know what I'm, I'm, He missed that one, though. I, I have a lot of... You, you, a you lot do, of knives in the fire at one you time. You do a lot. That's true. You do a lot. Brett just had to listen and hit the sound effects. Yeah. And uh, sorry, revisionist historians, <laughs> but he did fuck it up pretty regularly, too. <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> and he didn't have to do all the brain stuff that you, I have to do. You that's... call it revisionist history. I call it erotic fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was Quincy Johnson the second. Hi, people. How are you? How are you, is the question. I'm feeling great, man. Just out here chilling, uh, working hard, shooting projects, trying to get famous. You know. Going to be on the TV, maybe. Uh, hopefully, if we, if we don't hit the cutting room floor, you'll be seeing this face on some things, and then I can talk about them like a week after and be like, I was on this thing. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Nice. Will that thing be streaming? Mm, yeah. <laughs> it will be streaming and on demand. That is excellent. Yeah. What isn't streaming anymore? Uh, no, we're, just, we're putting it only on DVD. The Oceans. <laughs> That's a good Boom, point. Boom, I just wow. rocked this place, man. What's not yeah. streaming? Yeah. The Oceans, bro, because of global warming, man. Oh, what? That is if true. you can't tell, Quincy is my co-host on What in the World. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome to What in the World. Nope. Are you we're sure? Yeah, doing... we got it wrong. Damn it. Wait, what's, okay. what's today's date? Am I supposed to be here right now? No, you weren't, but since we're you showed up. We're happier here. Oh, and I already know you know. Okay, wait. You know so much about 
I'm still trying to figure out what day it is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I Guys, don't know what we're it's doing. Monday. Okay, cool. It's Monday the 23rd. That's it is it. Monday the 23rd. Okay. Yeah. Well, unless you're listening to this, in which case, yeah. it's... This isn't uh, for you, listeners. Wednesday this is our... the 25th, and you're very frustrated so that wait, we're talking about this see, at all. See, I knew it was Wednesday. How dare you? It feels you, like a Wednesday. You've been trying to mess with us since we came in here, Mr. Turn My Headphones. Uh, he, was just be, he was just being a rapper. He, he was. was being a 90s yeah. rapper. Can, can, I I get get more more can I get my headphones up? Yeah. yeah. I like what I'm hearing. Can I get a little more what? mids? Uh, Who asked for more mids? Uh, yeah. What? I did ask for more mids because this is a very scooped sound at the moment. It is. In the headphones. That the, it is. That the listeners can't hear. The listeners have no idea what you're talking about. No. But again, but, this is not about the listeners. No, it's not. It's about you. How have you been, Danger? What have you been up to? I have been so good. Hit a breath. Very- you know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because <laughs> I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Mm. And play that bitch in solo. I do play this myself. I like to take time out every episode to do a little shredding, just a modest amount. <laughs> Although it's going to get pretty intense right now. And if, uh, Brett, if you could fade the drums and rhythm section out, I will fade the guitar out. Thank you. You, Your multitasking is amazing. It's... Calling it modest shredding is he, delightful. He, he did it's, all of that on an electric ukulele, by the way. It was <laughs> awesome. Just that a, was amazing to watch. Just a tasteful amount of shredding is all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It brings something to any podcast. Mm, there you if, go. if I had my way, every podcast on this network would just break out in a guitar solo at some point. Except and the ones I host with Chat, which would be a drum solo. Right. Because he's that guy. Yeah. Oh, he wow. Is, he, is the, he is our percussionist. He's oh. the guy who hears a drum solo and does not go get a beer or smoke a cigarette <laughs> like the rest of us. <laughs> right, Danger? That's correct. Uh, you have a drummer in your band, you yeah. asshole. Whatever. He, does he ever play what? solos? He, he doesn't believe in drum solos. Oh, good and for him. It's really weird. And we try Wait, to tell him they're a real thing, if John. You, if you don't believe in drum solos, fairies don't get their wings, man. What are you talking about? Right. You can't. And so, are those a thing you can believe in or that not? That was kind it's of like, our general point. I don't in believe response. in water. It's like, man, water's there. Water's a real thing. You don't thing. have any choice but to believe <laughs> no. in it. there because <laughs> supposedly the moon controls it, bro. Right. Now, and you think like the, the, the fairies just put the water in through the taps. No, man, that's magic. It just shows up. I'm glad we're starting out so lighthearted. Right, because we're because about to get real murdery. This, this is entire a, episode is fake news, by the way. Just letting you know, guys. So, uh, as, a, as a true American, I will <laughs> let you know right now, the entire episode, fake news. I was about to take a knee, so I didn't know. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about a tiny little country in Europe called Africa. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a, a wonderful vacation destination. Tiny, small country. You can, you can probably do a walking tour of oh, it. Oh, it's know, like if you a, start at like eight a.m. Do a little brunch. Yeah. It's like the Luxembourg of the Middle East. Yeah, Africa. Is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Is there a con- is there a continent that gets mistaken for a single country more? Uh, <clears throat> no China. Australia. No, well, China. Aus- the problem with Australia is it, it is. Is a, is a country also yeah. and a continent. Mm. Africa is very, very much not just right. one big country. There's like it's several different countries, twenty countries on there, right? And we'll probably be uh, doing some military shit in a couple of them soon. Oh, it's been a while, happening, guys. Uh, Nikki Haley is visiting uh, Juba as we speak, the capital of South Sudan. You know, South Sudan. We. What's interesting <sighs> me the the podcast Quincy and I host. We have talked about a lot of this shit. We've done full episodes on some of these places. We've done... Did we do a full episode on South Sudan? No, no. We did the uh, Somali Pirates. Oh, no. We did Somali Pirates, but we have talked about Sudan, but I think it was in an episode about Africa in general. Yes, it was. But uh, yeah, we talked about Somalia, which is going to come up here. I think we've... I'm sure we've talked about the Congo. Yeah, we talked about the Congo. If nothing else, we talked about the movie. Oh yeah, at some point on the podcast, King Congo. <clears throat> so that's Skull that's Island. close enough. But uh, yeah, we're we're talking about Nikki Haley's trip to Africa mm-hmm. and all of the un- unfortunate implications behind it. 
Good stuff. <laughs> let's let let's get bummed out. Yeah, Danger's already bummed, yeah. and I like that. I mean, I don't like that because this is <laughs> this it's is the appropriate response. Yeah, and here's the thing: this because there have been a couple times in the past where I've said, "Hey, here's what Trump's going to do a few months down the road," and sure enough, he does it. And one example was Venezuela. Mm-hmm. I said. I've been saying since April, at least, probably before that, that we would be talking about going to war with Venezuela at some point. And we're talking about it. And Because the, we're at economic war with Venezuela right now. Yeah, we've been at economic war with them forever, which was a thing I didn't even know until I started looking into it. And the reason I started looking into it is I read an article in the New York Times that talked about how concerned Trump was with human rights in (laughs) Venezuela. Uh (laughs) And that is an alarm bell for me, because if we know anything about Trump, he doesn't give a shit about human rights. No. He's been, like, there are televised interviews where someone will say, hey, you know Russia kills journalists, and Trump will go, yeah, well, we kill people too sometimes. Dude, the the Turkish ambassador encouraged his guards to beat American citizens, and Trump was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, exactly." He yeah. applauded him for his strong leadership. You know, that's what it takes to be a leader. Exactly. Sitting so in your limousine and your watching troops, your henchmen beat protesters. Your troops doing what you tell them to do. Duh. Yeah, that's what we do. So that when I when I saw the human rights thing, I started looking into Venezuela, and I saw the Rex Tillerson ties mm-hmm. to when he was CEO of Exxon, and they nationalized their oil, and he lost the lawsuit. And I was like, okay, well, that makes sense why we care about human rights, because we're going to send the military in to fix it so we can get all that oil back. And now I see this article. I saw it on Friday. We were going to do a completely different episode. Mm-hmm. And I saw this article. It's an opinion piece written by Nikki Haley, which that alone, I was like, what? Because it's on CNN.com. <laughs> and all I ever hear from the Trump administration is that CNN fake is news. fake news. Hey, fake man, news. He, he, he stone cold stunned CNN in, in, a, in a tweet. You know what I'm saying? He's a... It's right. He's wrestling him. He's, he's wrestling. In, he's CNN wrestling right the the idea of CNN in gifts. You know, like real presidential right. material would. Yeah. But also, I feel like this is maybe him thinking this will appeal to liberals who there oh, is yeah. a there is a big contingency who still believes that the United States does act as some sort of world police that intervenes when oh, no, no, there are atrocities I'm, happening. No, and we've America never, first. ever, ever, ever actually been that. We're so busy fixing everything that's wrong within our borders, we don't have the time to police the world. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to be a utopia. So there's no way we're, we're dealing in other countries. Quincy, that, that utopia only applies to white people. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's what they're kind of working on. It's one of the reasons why we're kind of not on board. Oh, no, because it's uh, we're all inclusive in this, right? No, 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 no. What do you mean we're not on board? (laughs) Uh, Trump's, uh, look, I'm half Mexican. I I know. I can just pass for for whatever I want here. And I will tell when we're on board together (laughs) if you don't keep in line. I'm joking. I wouldn't do that. I mean, we'll be dead way before it comes to that. Like, we're going to, we're going to die in the early moments of the war. Once... If I'm still alive when they start doing the roundups, I've lived too long. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to be around for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I wasn't doing enough. <laughs> but also... They, You're not excited they, about your place in The Handmaid's Tale? Oh, man. I can't wait to be... I'll, I'll carry a baby. Cool. There you go. You're welcome, ladies. I'm See? A, I'm going to call you me. of Adam. I'm going to be an ally. <laughs> I'll carry what? that kid. Perfect. Seahorse style. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm, mm, push it out. So... So Nikki Haley writes this opinion piece for CNN, and I feel like it's the Trump administration reaching out to liberals Mm -hmm. going, hey, look, change of course time. We do actually care about human rights, and we're going to prove it by going in and cleaning things up in specifically South Sudan and the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Which is not to be confused with the Republic of the Congo, folks. Right. Can we just take a moment and acknowledge how inappropriate it is for... A White House official to have an opinion piece, like just kind of in general, you, you sort of like maybe have a town hall 
or right. engage with voters and not just like just uh, going straight into the media and then the media just no, transmits gonna, their information. We're not going to appeal to public opinion. This is politics. What are you asking mm. us to do? What are you talking about? I'm just saying like Sorry. we didn't used to have senior White House officials on CNN. That's uh, not good. Uh, I can't uh, uh, for the official record, sir. Yes. Uh, we're politicians. We're not here to please the public. You know, like can we? Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what? What? Sorry, hippie. No. That's not what we do. Look, I just believe in a different kind of politics, like, you guys. Like, which you gotta, is why I'm excited. You got to understand wow. that there's a you one of those bronies. Oh, my, oh. different kind of politics. How do, wait, politics <laughs> is magic. Yeah, I don't know where that came what? from. It just felt like a good thing to Honestly, throw out to get us back on is, track. You could you could say politics in a Harry Potter book, and uh, I would believe that it's magic. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Politics so, Patronum, and then uh, <laughs> a giant, glowing Trump-shaped figure scares away the liberals. You know what I'm saying? Like it's fucking. I got, know, I got it, it enrages the liberals. I got Ooh, zero man. of those references, <laughs> except I do know what liberals are. <laughs> But beyond that, it's really why nothing. we're here today, Adam, is to tell you that the Harry Potter books are actually really good. I've been told. Yeah, they are <laughs> excellent. I, I promise you that's not the one component Wait, missing from my We're not talking Harry about Potter Harry Potter experience. in Africa, the new series I'm writing right now. I thought, they, we, <laughs> oh. I thought we were plugging my new book. I, no? would, I would probably read that. Okay. that th- yeah, that sounds good. So <laughs> let, let's talk about the Congo, the Democratic Republic of Congo and South Sudan. And why it's so weird that we care about those two places specifically when it mm-hmm. comes to human rights. Great taco trucks. Yes. On every corner. Every corner. There's great taco trucks in the Sudan. That's why we want to be there, right? I think so. Is that the modern equivalent of a turkey in every pot? Is a taco truck in every corner? I hope so. Hmm. Yeah. Right now, you invite me to Thanksgiving dinner and you say we're going to have like a just a taco plat, like a taco bar. Yeah. Fuck your turkey. Taco bar sounds awesome. Because I want that replacement. Because if you're cooking turkey in a pot, get the fuck out of here. That right. implies that you're boiling that oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Chicken in every pot. I, I, okay. If you're cooking chicken in a pot, get that the fuck out of here. It implies that you're Deep boiling Deep fry, it. baby. Barbecue. Mesquite right. smoke. Let's eat. You know? Or maybe put it in a sous vide. Ooh. Uh, I have a sous vide. Now you're just We're gloating. Because I got a sous vide and it's great. <laughs> but, okay. So let's get. Here's the thing that makes it weird. Uh, One of the things that makes it weird that we picked these two places is there's a Wikipedia page called List of Ongoing Armed Conflicts. And I know we talk shit about Wikipedia for not being reliable, but this is very basic information. And it's just a list of all the places in the world where there are armed civil wars or other sorts of conflicts happening and the number of people who've died. And... While it's definitely true that the situation in South Sudan, which is a full-on civil war, is dire, and the situation in DRC is also very, very bad. People are dying in both places in conflicts that we could do entire episodes about both of them. But the thing is, there's places where way more people are dying, and it's been happening for way longer, like Somalia, for example. We just did an episode about Somali pirates, which was one of the most interesting episodes I think we've done. Because I on al- what in the world? Yeah, on the what in yeah. the world podcast. Because I always envision Somali pirates as just that, as just lawless fucking criminals going out victimizing innocent businessmen trying to do their jobs Kidnapping on the high white seas. women on yachts. Okay, I'm Captain now. Ooh, yeah. there it is. Yeah. Right. I was waiting. Right. Nice. But here's the thing. It's not that at all. What happened is in 1991, their government collapsed, and with it, their navy collapsed. So Somalia has no navy anymore. But what they do have is an abundant amount of fish, like really exotic fish that people in other countries eat and pay a lot of money to eat. And once they didn't have a navy anymore... Or a government to regulate their waters. Right. Other countries started coming in and just... Illegally fishing. Yeah, just looting their fucking shores, dumping toxic waste. Oh, jeez. And so in the absence of a navy, these Somali pirates kind of rose up as the opposition to that to try and fight back. And what did we do? We sent the Coast Guard to go fight the pirates. And hired private military to just execute them on site. 
because we branded them as pirates in the media, so therefore it was acceptable, right? No matter how you treated them. And in the meantime, just in 2016 alone, 5,701 people died in the civil war in Somalia, which has been happening since 1991. 500,000 people have died in the Somali civil war. But South Sudan is the country we're worried about, which has only been a country since 2011. Okay. Before that, it was all Sudan. 9-11, South Sudan. (laughs) Never forget. Duh. Never forget. Never forget. How, how could I? But the South Sudan, the reason we want to go there, the reason we want to go to any of these places, Venezuela, South Sudan, Democratic Republic of the Congo, it always revolves around resources. Mm. It's always, always resources. But this time, refreshingly, it's not just oil. Oh, it's oh not? I mean, tell me oil's still in the mix. Oil is so much still in the mix. Okay. I, I think we're 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 in we're in the in it for the sweet, sweet South du- Sudanese chocolate. That could be. Is that a is thing? that good? I have never no, it doesn't oh, yeah. exist, but uh, oh. we do get a lot of chocolate from the Ivory Coast though. Yeah. Oh. I so, mean Ma- Madagascar has my favorite chocolate on the planet. It's really good stuff, you guys. You should try it out. Known for their vanilla. Shout out to mm. Madagascar chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm. So let's talk about resources. In South Sudan, there's one common thing that ties these three places, Venezuela, South Sudan, and the DRC together, and that is China. Oh, God. Pronounced Gina. (laughs) Gina has started implementing this uh, sort of diplomacy program which is unheard of for China. They do not meddle in foreign governments' affairs like we do. But what they're doing... I love it Allow so me much. to describe our evil enemy for a second. What they're doing is going to countries that are struggling and trying to set up trade deals that are beneficial to China and to the country that they're trading with, which... Whoa, whoa, Isn't wait a, a second, trade? wait that's a second. That's just a trade wait, deal. Whoa, that's whoa. how a trade deal no. should work, yes. No, <laughs> no, that is not the American way. And I will not sit here and let you disrespect this country by saying trade deals should be equally beneficial. How dare you, they sir? They historically are not. And I, th- I think it's, it's bothering us that China's trying to set those up. Because it, it's a thing they've done. They did it in Venezuela in February. They mm-hmm. set up a uh, $2.7 billion deal to basically loan money to Venezuela in exchange for oil exports and shit like that to try and build Venezuela back up. Right around the same time, we started saying, we need to go fix the human rights things in Venezuela. Put Mm -hmm. economic sanctions on Venezuela because the human rights violations are just too out of control. So there's coincidence number one that you can point to when... Because remember, this just started with a CNN opinion piece by Nikki Haley, and now we're already. Uh, this was Friday that that piece right. came out, and this was Friday it came out, and to de- this Monday now she's in South Sudan on a diplomacy mission, right? Uh-huh. And we're already at this point in the podcast talking about fighting over Venezuela with China, yeah, from a, an opinion piece about Africa. But I swear, all this shit ties in together. Look, you've been right way too much. In well, our nation's history. Well, just to set so up, keep going. Uh, just to just to set up context here, guys. There's about what 2.5 billion barrels of oil buried under, or 2.5 million barrels of oil in South Sudan. Yeah, just about. And uh, the thing is, South Sudan is sitting on all the the oil, and North Sudan has all of the refineries and access right. to the pipelines. So South Sudan is in a very precarious situation where. They need to get this oil sold in order to stabilize their economy, and China is stepping in to help them do that, the same way they did in Venezuela. Right. The same way they're doing in, what's the other spot? The DRC. In the DRC, yep. And uh, we, all of a sudden, as soon as China's stepping in to help, we're saying, oh, they're doing bad things down there. Right. This Civil War. Didn't we also flood the market with oil, with the North Dakotan oil, as of late? yeah, we so did. The market's we did a, all, all yeah, wacky. we did a whole episode about that. You were on it. I was on it. That's, so, yes, that's you, why you, I'm bringing you it. You know that happened, right? But so, <laughs> but yeah, this what China's trying to do specifically 
Quincy mentioned Sudan or North Sudan now, as people call it, but I think it's still just Sudan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Virginia and West Virginia. Right. We call Sudan Sudan. They have all the infrastructure that South Sudan needs to export their oil. What China wants to do is come in and build a pipeline that would allow them to export through, I think it's Kenya, but either way, it would allow them to export through a country that wouldn't ask for 50% of the profits like mm-hmm. Sudan does. Okay. Kenya just, Kenya just wants 10% off the top. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's eating. So this would be hugely beneficial to South Sudan, and being that China just like in Venezuela, is one of the biggest exporters of oil from South Sudan, or biggest importers of oil from mm. South Sudan. Because you got to fry that sushi, guys. Just exactly. Fry. Need a hot sushi. A hot <laughs> sushi. <laughs> I love a hot sushi. <laughs> That's still my favorite phrase to come out of any podcast. Uh, a hot sushi. <laughs> but uh, what was that? You said that on What in the World, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Sorry, these are all callbacks. Guys, tune in to What in the World. In it's the a world. really good show, yeah. you guys. This is kind of like an episode of What in the World. This, yeah, ooh, this talk is about a, this talk is a about sample. a crossover. Uh, uh-huh. DC, learn how to make your universes connect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is how you do it. But yeah, South Sudan. This would benefit them a lot if they yeah. could set this deal up, and it would benefit China. And this but all it wouldn't benefit America, so we can't allow that to happen. Right. Duh. And there's actually more to it than that. Uh. But it it. Because right now it sounds kind of Fishy. innocent. Well, <laughs> on China's part, it sounds kind of like them just them being the the good guys in the world and going out and just trying to help these places that are suffering. But with any big government that's going out and helping people in need, there is a motivation there. And China definitely has a motivation. But first, let's talk about the Democratic Republic of Congo. Because... Uh, they don't have a ton of oil, but what they have is copper and cobalt, of course, which China needs to build our iPhones and things. Mm-hmm. But they also have a shit ton of gold. What's what is that? Gold is uh, oh, what? Go ahead. I was, okay. uh, a lot of athletes make their shoes out of it now. Okay. <laughs> I I feel like I've seen that on people's yeah uh, teeth. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Sometimes uh, this is why gold is important. Whoever controls the gold controls the rappers. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about it, guys. That's Think true. about it. If that rappers is true. If rappers can't get gold, <laughs> chains the American economy plummets. There's no Jay-Z. None. There's no None. little Yachty. And if there's no Jay-Z, who's going to run for mayor of New York in a few years? Thank he's, you. I think he's got it. He's got to do that, right? Uh, he's a billionaire now. He has to. Yeah. What's the what's the point in not doing it? Who knows? So the, the Congo, they also have a ton of gold, and mm. China has done pretty much the same thing. They have gone out directly to the Democratic Republic of the Congo and set up a trade deal that allows them to buy up gold mines and mine gold in exchange for loans and credit that will help the DRC rebuild their country. Rebuild their entire economy. And who's going to get mad at that? Well, here's the thing. Gold it used to be something we cared about, you know, but we're yeah. no longer on a gold standard in this country. So, you know what? We should let them have it. You well, know, there's a lot. Sense? There's a lot of, of uh, the Glenn Beck types who are trying to sell gold and cash for gold in gold. Yeah, well, I mean, like cash for gold is just a recycling program that eats up profit and sells bullshit jewelry to, to seniors that don't know any better. Thank God. Oh, God. Jesus, can we do an episode on that someday? I'm, I'm, just, I mean, happy, I'm just happy to see them get out of the home and walk. You know what I'm saying? I love they're not. They're, they're buying this stuff from like the, the home shopping network and whatnot. They're God not kids. <laughs> hey, there's a very good episode of South Park on that. That sort of cash for gold cycle of just taking money from vulnerable seniors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Look it up. I'll watch it if I ever start watching South yeah, Park. Yeah, so uh, China, basically, I'm saying China getting that gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're, they're, There's no big deal, right? We shouldn't, we shouldn't be worried about that. They're just going to get gold? Yeah. That's, it's just a, a simple trade deal. Except here's the thing. There's always got to be a thing with you. There is a huge thing when it comes to China. And to you. Uh, because <laughs> for... <laughs> wow. That was nice. That was very nice. I appreciate it. We're good friends. Uh so the thing about uh, Venezuela, they also have a shit ton of gold. And 
what makes Venezuela and the DRC and South Sudan, which are three very gold and oil rich countries, especially enticing to China, is China is basically trying to set up a separate commodities market that would allow countries that have been hit with U.S. sanctions to circumvent those sanctions and still trade commodities I didn't know they on were the Jewish. open market. What? I didn't know they were Jewish. You said they were going to get circumvented. <laughs> well, that's oh. It's a bad circumcision <laughs> joke. And oh, I, oh, is that what that was? Can we get the Howard Dean scream on that one? There we go. Circumcision. I stand, I stand by all my bad decisions here, guys. <laughs> It's it's almost kind of hard to explain, but this is the this well, is the basic. This is, this is why I'm going to call you fake news because I heard from our president that China was not a currency manipulator. Exactly. But the problem is, is I also heard from our president that China's I'm sorry, China is a currency manipulator. How dare you call fake news on my fake news? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I don't know double if- fake news. You just blew my mind, sir. Oh. I'm sorry. Let me put that mind back together. Coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's amazing to see that China is literally just looking at our playbook and going, oh, they didn't even think of this. (laughs) Yeah. Once they left the gold standard, but established that there was a gold standard. Uh oh. Yeah. We haven't been worried about mining gold in how long? Right. So, what China's basically doing is they're going to countries like Russia and Iran. Or Iran, I know I pronounce that word, that country so name wrong all the time, so <laughs> incorrectly. Oh. What they're doing is setting up a different commodities market where you can sell oil and it's backed by the yuan, uh, which is their currency. Excellent pronunciation. But you can also cash in that currency for, for- Gold. Cash for gold, oh, guys. You see why this is. is important for the economy? And gold is a thing that the reason it's important and the reason Glenn Beck types want you to start collecting it is when shit really goes down, gold is the one thing you still kind of can sell on and, the market, on the for, market for, anywhere. For, for fair value. Right. They can't undercut you on your gold. You know what I mean? And what they're doing and what until we started looking into this and I, fi- I found this particular article on a news website out of Asia called Asia.Nikai, N-I-K-K-E-I.com. I watch and, all my anime on that. Uh, <laughs> and the article uh, is called China Sees new, Seeks New World Order with Oil oh. Benchmark Backed by Gold. Love it. Can we agree the phrase New World Order is the it's single creepiest always phrase? scary, but it's exactly... It's what it is. It's exactly what it is because what they would be doing is taking our power to implement sanctions on countries. And we've heard a lot about sanctions in recent months, enough to know that they are basically our last resort before war. Yeah. So and, and also the another big issue is that we would no longer be able to fluctuate the price of o- the oil on the market. Right. Because right now all oil, no matter where it's from, is priced in the U.S. dollar. Right. Hmm. So this would allow China to set up a market that eliminates the U.S. dollar from the oil market, mm-hmm. which is it's as huge as it fucking sounds yeah. like of all the countries that make a ton of money selling oil. We're definitely one of them. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that our currency is how oil is traded. Hmm. And so I it took me forever to figure out when Trump said China's a currency manipulator, because that's an actual term that if you look it up. There is a thing they were doing that was kind of manipulating their currency, and, and they stopped doing it. But I think he's talking about this. Well, see, the mm-hmm. thing is, is whenever people would explain currency manipulation on, like, CNN or on YouTube, it was always a very over-explained diagram of the U.S. dollar's uh, effect on the— It was, like, a lot of shit where, you, where, at the end of the day, it's our dollar runs the world— but China's making a way for it not to do that anymore. Basically, that's the end. Yeah. Of the, that's that's what currency manipulation is. It's not saying it's affecting the value of the dollar. Oh. They're saying this market is no longer dollar centric. Right. And if that happens, we have to buy our way in, and that's when the problems arise. Because right. anyone who knows China knows or knows us knows China and us do not really get along. We do not. And, and if that's, they control that market, they can fuck us over the way we pretty much have done everybody in the history of ever. Yeah, it's it would be a 
the definition of a game-changing moment. Yeah. If China actually pulls this off and is able to set up their own oil market with all the countries that, to put it this way, they would be taking Trump's one means of attacking a country without the military away from him and leaving Trump's only way to respond to a country that we feel has wronged us, the military would be his only option. Yeah. Because sanction, I mean, we could still freeze assets and shit like that, but being able to cut a country's ability to sell oil off is huge. Mm. And basically, China is trying to take that power from us it's, and it's, set it up for you know themselves. What? It's moments like this I'm really happy that uh, this current administration does not care anything about alternative energy. That really makes me happy, you know? Yeah, of course. Good to know. Good to know. And that's the thing about Trump. that He's, to me, the most transparent president we've ever had because everything that comes out of that administration, you don't have to pay attention to the facts or the words. Just think about what the motive would be. Like, when you look at something like this and see, okay, they're going to those two countries, why? It doesn't take a look. Like, it took to find all the stuff about China and the Democratic Republic of the Congo. I literally Googled Democratic Republic of the Congo and China and found so many articles about these deals they've set mm -hmm. up. And it, it seems to me the way this all ties together, why do we care about Venezuela? Why do we care about South Sudan? Why do we care about the DRC? Because of the human rights violations, <laughs> man. Well, right. The foot in the door. Once again, to bring it back around, thanks for the opinion piece, Nikki Haley. I'm glad you're out there doing humanitarian efforts exactly. in areas that need them. Right. God, but it's America. Now, do that in more places and no, for real, though. But no. it's, it's almost comforting. <laughs> like, I do feel like we've kind of cracked what is going on yeah. with our military plans right now because I had never heard about this China wanting to set up a whole new commodities market. Like, that's going to fucking wreck us. Yeah, man. Like, that's the equivalent that's of that's like a fucking EMP going off. And we don't have electricity for weeks or months on end. Oh, like That's going to be our fucking financial markets. Hmm. And it seems like nothing, but it's something. Yeah, man. Like, imagine all of that oil revenue just taken out of our economy. That's a thing we would go to war for. And that's that now Venezuela, South Sudan, and the DRC and make sense. Also, there's a, there's a good reason why we're so focused on North Korea. Right. Also, Africa. No, oh. which I had still. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's yeah. still. It's it's not a crazy thing just to realize. There's a reason why, like you said, Venezuela popping to the news just that quick. North Korea is constantly in the news in case something pops off that has nothing to do with why we're actually uh, interested in in conflict with them. Right. We have a reason to go though. Right, because North Korea also has huge ties to Africa. Uh, so. That well, they have a company called Mansudai that is Mansuade. <laughs> they it's a company. It's a, a a North Korean company. They at present have thirteen to fourteen construction projects set up in different African nations, including the Democratic Republic of the Congo. What? I'm just surprised that North Korea has a company outside of North Korea at all. Samsung baby, right? And that's why they will drop a bomb on us someday. <laughs> And the whole time we'll be like, mm, and they're never going to be able to build a bomb. That's kind of the concern is that Namibia, which is a country in Africa, mm -hmm. has been kind of toying with the U.N. as to whether they're allowing North Korea to build weapons there. Quincy, go. I believe it's pronounced Nambia. Thank you very much. <laughs> Namibia. That's not a real thing. It's Narnia. Oh, it's I Narnia. Think. I think I wrote it wrong. Making up words in Africa. Shame on you. <laughs> Which is the which is the wardrobe? <laughs> Narnia. Okay, so that makes you Isn't the it? lion and you the witch. I'm the cupboard, bro. No, okay. Sturdy. Nice. I feel sturdy. Oh. You, I'm gonna I'm gonna put some plates in you, buddy. <laughs> That's a good tangent. <laughs> good. So yeah, this company has been building all sorts of shit, including huge statues of former African leaders what? that look like all the Kim Jong Il statues you see. It's, that's the one in thing North they're Korea. good at, I suppose. Yeah. Well, they're also good at building weapons, which they've also been maybe building in Namibia, and they have this one factory in 
particular, which is in the capital city of Windhoek, which interesting sidebar about that coming in a second. But it's a weird complex that includes warehouses, vegetable gardens, and a scarecrow dressed in a blue gray uniform typical of North Korean workers. So it's probably a labor camp of some sort. And North Korea has had people there this whole time, even though there are sanctions in place and Namibia under those sanctions should not have been allowing North Korea to operate within their borders. Mm -hmm. And allegedly North Korea left two weeks ago. Okay, got him out. We're done. Hopefully, guys. hopefully it's just because inspectors were onto him, and not because they just finished whatever they were building. Like Project Manticore, right? Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I think Quincy knows. Are I just, there? I just love whenever there's a nerd reference. Adam just goes, "No, I, I don't know." Yeah, okay. no, I don't, I don't know. I mean, any, can, I, I any will, other pop culture. If you would like to ever. indulge me and fill me in, no, this is how I feel all the time. You're like, hey, that's that movie from the '80s. Everyone except you has seen. I'm like, oh man. Oh, I wasn't like, oh man. I was just like, mm, I've never seen that shit. Yeah, well, you 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 don't care, but I care. Right. So about how people. So feel so I still me. don't know how you feel. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, oh nuts. <laughs> what? What? what was, was that a gavel? <laughs> that was a gunshot. Gun <laughs> Are you guys having dueling pistols right now? <laughs> Jesus. What else do we got on this thing? Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. We'll use that to lighten up dark moments. So yeah, this World War Three. Go. So Mansudai just uh, finally left Namibia. But what's interesting about that is if shit does jump off between us and North Korea, that's just another reason we can use to go into Africa in a military way and just be like, hey, Namibia is supporting North Korea. North yeah. Korea is who we're at war with. So we also have we to go also to war have to eradicate their, Africa. Uh, their stronghold there because they're threatening our enemies in the south of Sudan. Right. Uh-huh. So that's a interesting side note to what's happening with us in Africa is that North Korea plays into it also. And of course, like any other Trump related podcast, guys, let's end on a Nazi reference. What? Should we? I mean, they uh, are making a comeback in our American streets. Explain. Well, <laughs> you mean how how would we tie all this back to to Nazis? Nazis? Well, I'm interested. Another thing I didn't know. They make tiki torches in Africa. That's, oh, that's, how that's where all the khaki comes from. There it is. Another thing I didn't know is one of the first, not even Nazi, but German death camps was set up in Namibia, in Windhoek, the same place where North Korea is now possibly building munitions and doing covert weapon shit. So wait, the Germans set up a death camp in an African country. Here's a really underrated aspect of the Nazi ideology, and that is expansion. Right. Well, they yeah, they like, annexed the, the hell out of most of or they tried to annex most of Europe. And I, I don't know if people know why that is. Do you know why that is? I mean, I get, you've read the notes. So because you know it's a it game of risk. Like, you have to take the person <laughs> with the most territory wins the game, guys. Duh. It's, it's actually kind of a reverse immigration thing where their idea is that you have to keep expanding and migrating into new lands because that proves that you are always improving and advancing. Hey, isn't, it, isn't it great that the neo-Nazis in this country don't read? Because if they knew that, their yeah. entire view on immigration would be, would, or, or, or self, self-containment would be yeah. totally fucked up. Well, I mean, I think they know. Like, I feel like <laughs> if, you, if you've studied Nazis enough, you know there's a reason behind the war machine aspect of the Nazi ideology, and it's this. But I mean, yeah, they probably can't read, so also they don't know. <laughs> but They're superior, guys. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. And this is an idea that actually predates Hitler. He wasn't even born when Germany started thinking this shit up. But there was a German writer named Friedrich Ratzel who took Darwin's theory of evolution and just twisted it around a little, as German leaders are wont to do sometimes. Just a little remix, like Puff Daddy, you know what I'm saying? Put his own little spin on it. Ratzel on the track, Uh, you know what I'm saying? Remixing it. I like it. And what he did is argued that migration was essential for a race to survive and that to stop migrating was to stop advancing and risk being overtaken by a race 
better suited for survival. And to test this out, in the early 1900s, they just went to Namibia, literally just, I mean, Germany has Uh, always had an influence in Namibia. They basically colonized that area, but it was... Hence Windhoek. Right, exactly. Capital is Windhoek. Windhoek. Yeah. Right. But what they did in the early 1900s, they just went in and said, this is ours now. All of this is ours now, and USA. all of USA. Oh, wait, that's not. Yeah, no, no, no it's <laughs> Germany. It's oh, Germany. Sorry, sorry, Deutschland. Okay. Sorry, I got, I got all patriotic because I felt like something that we would do sometimes, where we just so, show up so places wait, and go. This is ours now. To stop migrating was to stop advancing and risk being overtaken by a race better suited for survival. So they're implying that we have to destroy other races. Yes, because oh, who doesn't want a, who doesn't want a ton of free space? Danger. Yeah, prime real estate, baby. Yeah, we don't want to overpopulate our area. We want to overpopulate like, the world. The idea <laughs> kind of was for the people of Germany to eventually just spread out and inhabit the entire world. And then it would just be a bunch of Wiener schnitzels everywhere. Fuck McDonald's. Fucking and out. Gross. Wiener schnitzel, baby. We're eating. Like actual Wiener schnitzel? No, from the, Vienna? No, the fast food chain. Yeah, Vienna. the fast food chain. I'm down. You know that. German's number one export, Wiener <laughs> schnitzel, guys. Read some books. So when Germany goes into Namibia in nineteen in the early 1900s and does this, I think it was 1905, most of the people surrendered right away. Some people fought back. But either way, most of them were sent to these newfangled things called death camps. <sighs> Which, guys, let's just be honest, who doesn't like camp? Exactly. Camp on Awana, I hold you in my heart. Like <laughs> it, it, it was just a fun, you can't say anything kind of camp, right? It was not like that at all. What? It was a brutal labor camp oh, where... That, that took a turn. Around 70% of the people who were sent there died within the first few years. Uh-oh. They were put to work building railways, which meant basically carrying heavy rocks by hand all day long. People who weren't killed basically were worked to death. And it wasn't just that. There was also in the most notorious camp, which is located on the awesomely named Shark Island, there was a physician named Dr. Boffinger? It's either that or Dr. Dr. Bowfinger. Yeah, I hope it's not Bowfinger, like the Eddie Murphy movie. No, it's a James Bond villain. (laughs) This is a guy, a a doctor on Shark Island. This is a Bond villain you're setting up. Yeah, baby. Dr. Boffinger on Shark Island. Yeah, man. Uh, I like this. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a second. (laughs) He, at one point, among a bunch of other crazy experiments, decapitated 17 prisoners. (gasps) removed their brains and weighed them and then put everything back together and preserved it in alcohol and shipped it off to Berlin so those brains could be studied by science because they were trying to prove that the people living in Namibia were closer to apes than actual people. Oh, that's the bullshit phrenology thing. Right. So thereby justifying their superior race claim. Yeah, because everybody knows monkeys are a menace. Yeah. How do do you think we conquered the American West? By killing monkeys. Did you not see (laughs) Planet of the Apes? We've been at war with apes for generations, guys. We've always been at war with Ape Asia. Yeah. That's a 1984. <laughs> no? Yeah, but lecture me that. about not reading. Jesus Christ. 1984 is like 12 pages long. Oh. You could read oh, it by the book. end of this oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, that, I thought you were talking about, like, it's a book from the year 1984 that I didn't know. And I was like, oh, I'll just wait for him to finish what he's talking about. I love how the reference game has now been flipped and you made a reference that he didn't get. That's what uh, it's like when I'm on the show. It's so fun. It is, yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. So what's crazy about all of this that I just explained all predates the Nazis. Like, Germany was doing this shit. It set the tone for the Nazis, Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Because here's the thing. When people are like, Let's just hear the white supremacists out. No. No, this, this is, is what they where it's going. Yeah, this is This the... is where that ideology ends. Yeah, so man. no, we don't get to hear them the fuck out. Let's look into the concept of the super organic, which is to say that culture evolves at a rate that is faster it, than what people can physiologically evolve. Therefore, culture evolves faster than you us. You know, the hardest <laughs> part of the show for me is the first few minutes. 
because I spend all that time Wait a second. asking everyone. I'm a sorry, second. Danger. Wait actually. a second. Did we just start <laughs> recording right now? Because if we did, I'm very confused. <laughs> We're just starting over. <laughs> I'm just saying racists are dummies. That's my oh whole my thesis. God. Okay, they you could have just said that from the beginning, yeah. though. You could have said I studied it in dissertation. college. I haven't, I haven't brought up the super organic oh, in yeah, a really sure, long time. Sure, the white dude studied racism in It's my favorite Soundgarden album. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm giving you the evil eye right now. Oh, that's brutal. I was being overly facetious by going, the white guy studied racism in college. <laughs> it was what me. What and like, tale. It was like just you, freshman year, <laughs> screaming race, racial epithets at kids and being like, it's for research. <laughs> I, I got to do uh, this. I got to do this for my midterm. <laughs> my, my professor did have dreads and she was five foot two and white, if that helps. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah. Oh, I, actually, no, I remember like her talking about it once and, sh- and she asked her family, like, what are we? We look like a whole bunch of and her family answered, we're Arabs, like with that exact <laughs> with that exact tone of voice. And now she heads the local chapter of her NAACP. <laughs> that woman was Rachel Dolezal, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Special guest on next week's episode. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's, there's your Nazi tie-in. All of our... Boo. All of North Korea's stuff in Africa is happening where the first actual Holocaust perpetrated by the German Empire uh, took place in Africa, which immediately... I don't care if... We have fucking YouTube video of Kim Jong-un building bombs by hand in Namibia. Just knowing the Nazi connection, I'm not on board with anything no. Trump wants to do there. Yeah, I'm like, don't go do your symbolic bullshit in Africa. Fuck no. you. I don't. The, hey, let's, well, we got Wait it. till they get the bomb home and we'll fight them there. Well, no. Stay we gotta, the fuck out of Africa. We have to stop all of the humanitarian atrocities. I keep forgetting about that. You forget we we are doing this for diplomatic reasons only. We have no other. It, we're no trying other to help interest. refugees. Yes, if anyone cares about we're refugees, it's help, the United States. We're <laughs> trying to help the refugees from the countries that we don't feel threatened by, but also the refugees in countries that we are threatened by, but we're not travel banning them. That's pretty much how it works. I think that sounds about right. Sounds pretty arbitrary, if I'm being honest. We can't even get the fucking Fugees back together. <laughs> no. Go fixing refugee crisis? Uh, most Def is stuck in Africa. Is he still I think there? Th- I, honestly, I think that's why Nikki Haley's there right now. We're trying to get <laughs> Most Def back, okay? Well, that I would be... Actually, I think he is back now, because there's, uh, there's a Black Star concert coming up at the Belasco soon. I might go to that. Oh, shit. Sure. Oh. I would go to that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Enjoy. So yeah, that's all the crazy coincidences happening in the world. Yes, I'm sure it's coincidences. Don't even overthink it, bro. Like this entire episode was just to let you know we're doing the right thing. We're helping people. It's just one of those things where if you go looking for something, you're gonna find it. Yeah, especially like details, especially when it's laid out directly in front of your faces (laughs) in articles written by Nikki Haley. You know, we got to have humanitarian efforts, but also it's a very resource rich country. Those are her words. Yeah. Yeah. She wrote that. She wrote that. Oh, Oh, yeah. That wasn't edited. She wrote it. To her credit, she did include that. Yes, we also have some financial interests there, too. Mm -hmm. Hey, remember when Trump sat down with all those African leaders and said, I have a bunch of friends trying to make a lot of money here. He said that to the leaders of African nations. Yeah. Right before he gave a shout out to my favorite African nation, Nambia. Uh, <laughs> shouts out to Nambia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've, I've been there twice without a passport because they love America so much. They do. Yeah. You are kind of a Namby Pamby. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's our word. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should we get to comments? Oh, yes, please. Comments. Hi, guys. How are you? You know, mm. it's a big world out there. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that's not true. I feel at peace right now. We call this segment Your Voice Matters. It does. Where we read your (laughs) stupid fucking comments. Every week? Every fucking week. Jesus Christ, people. Why (laughs) can't you just appreciate us and shut the fuck (laughs) up? Make me a sandwich, woman. (laughs) Come on. And then we respond to him personally. Yeah, I like that. Fade it out, Brett. Mm, Brett's on it today. Nice fade out. Thank you. That was that was spot on. I'm complimenting Brett, not you, because oh, Brett. Look at the look, look in his eyes yeah. right now. He is because Brett is is bringing the thunder today. Edit that out, Brett. Mm. Never happened. I don't. I never saw it. 
so let's read some comments from these are all from Patreon. We didn't have any SoundCloud comments. What's your problem, people? You don't like us anymore? You yeah. don't love us? Leave us some uh, comments. Maybe we'll Good respond reviews, to them. comments. We love you. Love us back, motherfucker. Love us back. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be on Patreon. We don't care where you listen so long as you listen. I mean, but also subscribe but to also, the Patreon. But also, yeah. I mean, yeah, we, we do have to keep this We do need to live. Yeah. I mean, Unpops is one of the best podcast cast networks on the internet. On on the planet. In yeah. the known universe. Yeah. On yeah. the Bitcoin. What? We might be the best. Did I do best. that reference right? Yeah. Did I do Bitcoin I right? think, yeah, I nope. think you nailed it. Okay, cool. Oh, you uh, danger disagree. I, I mildly disagree. We'll fight later. But you can edit that out, right? And just make it sound like I was right? You're so no. smart. You're, you're so smart, Quincy. Thank you. I love what you just said. Yes. Yeah. Keep that. Let's keep that bit. That bit. Brett. I'm smart. <laughs> you are smart. Adam. No, it's fine. You're Let's a smarty, smart, comments. smart. Let's just read some comments. The first <laughs> one's from Johnny Sharp. I like that name. Yeah, Johnny. Jono seemed like a really good guest. <laughs> It's a shame the podcast got cut short with nice. technical difficulties. Hopefully, you can have him back for a full pod. Who, I agree. Who's Jono? Jono Zalay. You your ever mom? met him? He's a comic. Jono's your mom, Johnny. Whoa! <laughs> hey! <laughs> That'll show you for appreciating our guests. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely have Jono back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have you ever met Jono? No, I've never Com- met him. No. He's. he's uh, a fascinating dude. He's a comic. He's a really funny comic. He also got a PhD and that day quit doctoring to start comedy. Nice. Oh. Never got a job with his PhD, just immediately went into comedy. I hope Very he's not cool. in debt. No, nah, he's doing, he's, I'm sure he's doing fine. I don't, like, I don't fucking know. I don't know him that well. Yeah, it's yeah, was it a comedy. medical degree? Come on, man. I don't know. I think he's just, in debt. I'm worried about his, PhD his financial racism. security now. He just wants to fucking get a it's letter fine, of recommendation Danger. for he's his fine. master's. He's fine. He's fine. All right. Good. And we will definitely have him back on. But yeah, we had weird technical issues last week. We were having them all week. I think the studio's haunted. Let's just be honest. <laughs> it's starting to feel that way. I yes. did read. Dude, it's that doll. Where's that doll? Oh, it's, ah, uh, there it is. Mm, there it is. I Down did. there looking at you. Yeah, I rearranged, and the doll is closer to me now. Yeah, the spirit is with you. He's planning, it, and it's close move. to Halloween, bro. You're messing with the stars, Whoa. man. I don't like it. Ah. But we will definitely have John O back. He was oh, yeah. great. Andrew B says, "I thought your use of Spanish flea was to cover up the discussion on fantasy football, which I first read as Spanish fly." And I was like, again, the when, date rape drug? Uh, I have not again, used that. Again, when women come over here, let them know you're barricading <laughs> the door. Call back to the very beginning of the episode, guys. Thanks. For that may not in. have been recorded. We barricade the dog, the, the door to keep the dog out. <laughs> Andrew B. says, I thought your use of Spanish flea was to cover up the discussion on fantasy football, and I got a chuckle. That would have been funny. Mm. Sucks that there was technical issues, but it was still a great use of the song. You're welcome. And people who don't want to pay taxes for schools if they don't have kids can fuck right off. Plenty of people without kids paid for you to go to school when you were kids. Deal with it, sister. Sorry, bro. I learned all my schooling in the school of hard knocks. Right? Ain't no taxes in the streets, bruh. (laughs) I mean, taxes... Pay f- we're expanding pay for the of the street. We're ex- I mean, I, hey we're, man, I don't technicalize me with how the streets got there. Just know I'm in them. The streets got okay. paved. I'm, I'm constantly tax, expanding tax on the soundboard today. Man, I wish I could so gunshots as a in a show weird that I don't snare rim shot. Just so I don't get yeah. taken over by what's other on the, soundboards. What's on the second button, top row? Intensity there it eagle, is. everybody. Intensity eagle, eagle flying through the room. Yeah. This is Thassos Francesco. Ooh, I don't like I'm your sure name. I'd... That is an excellent name. You gonna, are you going to ki- shit on Thassos? That's a great I, name. I, I killed a Thassos when I was playing God of War. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, man. Yeah. He says that whole bedroom tax was tried and is still in effect in the UK, but like with all things government, it only pl- applies to those who claim benefits. If you don't need three bedrooms, then we'll charge you for the ones you don't need out of the benefits you get. We don't care if you're disabled or... Dot, dot, dot. I can't finish this fucking thought without exploding with anger. Mm. Here's a link. So, you know, fuck that. What he's talking about is someone, we read a comment last week from someone who did make the point about why do people who don't have kids have to pay taxes for kids to go to school. Mm. And I made, I, I said, that's fine. But if you are single and you have a three bedroom house and your house burns down, you have to pay extra taxes to the fire department for putting out the fire in those two extra rooms that you don't fucking need because we're not subsidizing your need for extra space, motherfucker. And that's 
I was what I was saying was that's how if you want to get a la carte with taxes, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, the kind of thing you're going to have to prepare for. Yeah. And apparently, I didn't know this, they already do it in the UK. And if you read this article that he linked to, it's called The Bedroom Tax Explained. It's on theguardian.com. It does sound like quite a fucking fiasco that mostly impacts poor people and people with disabilities. Well, you should have more kids be born rich and successful, and then you won't have these problems. So fuck your a la carte taxes, everybody. (laughs) And I was going to get into a whole thing about the World Cup. but Uh Uh-oh. We know how you you feel about the World Cup. Yeah, it's fine. We (laughs) We had comments on that. But, uh, yeah, let's. this was a good episode. We should, we should wrap it up. Make sure you come to... We got two things coming this week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it's a big week. Uh, on Saturday at the Hollywood Hotel, myself in QJ2... That's ooh, me, everybody. ...will be doing a live podcast with Jeff May and Carrie Martin. Comedy from Chet Wilde, Connor McSpadden, and Keith Carey. And Travis baby Clark. is going to be there. And, and Travis, Travis Clark. Clark. Yeah, yeah. Caitlin's baby is going to yeah, be there? Yeah, guest host Caitlin's baby. I don't think that's true, but Caitlin did have her baby. Woo! <laughs> I hate that the cunt dinger went off <laughs> no, accidentally when I hit that. Well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm sorry. Little Jack is not a cunt. Mm-hmm. He is, he He's is a precious an angel. adorable little baby. He's very cute. And we are glad mm. he and Caitlin are both doing well. So, yeah, come to Hashtag that. Hashtag baby unpops on Twitter. Hashtag Caitlin just uh, got to eat locks again for the first time, and she's very, very happy. Mm. Exciting. It's been nine months. You can also go to unpops.com for links to all the shit we talked about in this episode. Subscribe to our YouTube page at youtube.com slash unpops. We post stuff on there. We sure do. And when you and watch it, you should like thumbs up it and favorite it. Comments. And, and we're going to start, share it we're gonna start posting more. I'm going to do a monthly like solo video, and me and Kevin Anderson might start doing cooking videos because Kevin can't cook for sure. Shit, okay. I can. I'm going to need to get in on that. Good, that good, because jam. we might need some help. We'll okay. talk to you about it. You can also call our voicemail line at 505-386-7677. That's 505-3-M-POPS. Leave us a message about this episode if you feel like it, or leave us one about what in the world, or any of the other podcasts that me and Danger do. We have a podcast coming up, but we can't tell people about it. Not yet. And uh, maybe we'll play it on the next episode. Nice. Or just leave a comment on SoundCloud or Patreon, mm-hmm. and we'll read it. What's everyone else got to plug? Oh, my gosh, guys. Coming up on the 26th, I'll be at the parlor in Hollywood for Laughs for Relief. We're doing a benefit for hurricane relief in Puerto Rico because it's still fucked up down there. It's very bad. It's going to be fucked for a free show. We've got some of the funniest comics in the nation, Marcelo Aguelo, Jason Collings, Marancio Vance, Greg Barrett, and uh, Lori Kilmartin. Ooh, free show. We asked for a $10 donation, but we're going to be giving away gift cards to local eateries, $20, $25 gift cards. Nice. So you give a $10 donation, you can get a bar tab. We'll have stuff going on. It's going to be great. But uh, please come out to that. And also, on the 30th, I will be at the Hollywood Improv with Blame Social Media. Halloween party night with happy hour and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, $5. But if you want to get in for free, hit me up and I'll put you on the guest list. Danger. Fill it out. We got... Yeah, the no, this 26th is six through the thirtieth. You can 30th, come absolutely. see all of us doing shit every night of the week here. Okay, so twenty sixth, you're gonna go see Quincy. Twenty eighth, you're gonna go uh, see Adam and the the Unpops crew. And on the twenty seventh, that Friday, bah, 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 bah. we got the Nerd Rockers Ball, ladies and gentlemen. The Nerd yeah. Rockers Ball is coming it. back to Angel City Brewery. Oh, what a great venue! Very, very excited. Oh my god, I. I'm so excited about this one. We got uh, Tamer Catan, uh, Riley Silverman, Adam Todd Brown, uh, Vanessa Gritton. Vanessa Gritton, thank you very much. That's a party. Keith Carey. Keith Carey. Oh, that's a party. It, uh, it's oh, yeah. such a strong lineup. Countless thousands. We're doing, ca- yeah, we got countless thousands. We're doing the music, Memphis which I will say this guy's vampires. Guy is, vampires. If you've never seen countless thousands live, you are missing out. We, yeah, uh, Liam and Noel Gallagher are going to, are, they're actually coming down. They're going to be really nice. Temple Pilots. Uh, too many of them are dead. They turned us down. The, the Fat Boys. Posse. Who? Did you say Raz Cass? Raz Cass, yeah. I, f- I bet we could get him on the podcast. Ooh. He lives in fucking Carson. Let's do this. He is one of my favorite goddamn rappers of all time. We're going to email. And Let's he's apparently going to be at the Nerd Rockers Ball. 
this Friday Along night. Along with Led Zeppelin, but keep going. Lo- yeah. Oh, uh, 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 the Doobie Brothers are having a reunion <laughs> concert there as well. Uh, just Michael McDonald. Just Michael sorry. Michael. Just only. <laughs> you won't be there. Yep. <laughs> I love that song. Sorry. <laughs> Nerd Rockers Ball, though. That shit's going to be cracking on the 27th. Come on out to Angel City. <laughs> October 27th starts at 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be great, you guys. Uh, got a costume contest. and uh, forgetting that I'm doing your show. <laughs> you, you're on the show. You're performing the show, Adam. If you don't show up, I'll be very sad. that I have to come to jokes to you. Oh, right. This is my favorite sound bite ever. <laughs> I can't forget. And, and also, I mean, I, we can announce it here. Quincy Johnson's going to do a set entirely in the Michael uh, McDonald impression. Uh, guys, it was a hidden character that I wasn't really ready to reveal, but you're welcome. You got a be. strong eight minutes that I'm very excited about. If anyone What's can find it. <laughs> if anyone can find it on YouTube, there is an old like uh, ice professional figure skating like display it's not even a competition and it was called motown on ice and so uh. naturally if you're talking motown the person you want on the ice literally playing a keyboard singing songs is michael mcdonald of course so motown motown great michael <laughs> mcdonald so if you want to see something really fucking weird Go out and find video of Michael McDonald playing keyboard and singing Yamo Be There while motherfuckers ice skate around him. <laughs> it's good times. But before any of that, come to our shows. Yes. yes. We got yes. a lot of shows. 26th, 27th, 28th, 30th. We in the streets. God damn it. Yep. God damn it. It's going to be yeah. great. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Danger. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Quincy. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Wow. Goodbye, guys. <laughs> and be sure to tune in to What in the World. What in the World? <laughs> goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bristol Street!